Welcome to the Everything Coworking Podcast, where every week I keep you updated on the latest trends and how-tos in coworking. I owned and operated coworking spaces for eight years and then served as the executive director of the Global Workspace Association for five years. And today I work with hundreds of operators and community managers every month, allowing me to bring you thought-provoking operator case studies and inspirational interviews with industry thought leaders to help you confidently stay on top of what's important and what you can apply to your own role in the co-working industry. Welcome to the Everything Coworking Podcast. I'm so glad you're with me today. This is a super important episode for anyone in the U.S. that is managing a mail program. And to be specific, that mail program includes your physical members in addition to your virtual mail members. So even if you don't sell a separate mail package, if you are receiving mail on behalf of your physical members, then you need to be on record as a commercial mail receiving agency, CMRA, and you need to comply with the updates to their program. So Matt Going joins me today. An extra thank you. I've thanked him a couple of times now, but um, folks started asking questions. He and I had talked a while ago. He's clearly, you know, this is his business. He's the CEO of Anytime Mailbox, and a lot of uh, our members use Anytime Mailbox and get leads from Anytime Mailbox and use their platform to manage their mail. And I know Matt from being, well, I've known Matt for a long time and he was on the GWA board while I was on the board as well. So I got to know him a little bit better. So anyway, he is always having behind the scenes conversations about updates coming down the pipe and had warned me that these things were coming and then suddenly they're here. So we had a couple of questions from our community manager university group and our Everything Coworking Academy group and folks were wondering, okay, what are these updates? When do we need com- to be compliant? So I kind of 911'd Matt and said, let's do this. And so we jumped on and the updates are pretty straightforward, but they require some work. And so you'll want to get behind those. I think most importantly, you'll want to decide how to frame this, how to address this. We, I will probably be doing some additional episodes on mail. It's been a while since I've talked about digital mail program as can be part of your broader virtual office program. This is a default now for folks opening co-working spaces, which is awesome. And maybe that's because it's a default for me and I'm working with folks who are opening co-working spaces, but they understand that it's an important revenue stream. I gave an example when I was talking to Matt about a group in Denver who had a pretty specific use case around wanting to provide mail and packaging handling service and, you know, address services for a certain profile of member that they have. So it's becoming more and more important. And many co-working space operators will have mail as a pretty mail and virtual offices as a pretty significant portion of their revenue. It's a great way to build additional revenue streams into your business model that doesn't require additional space. When you are operating at a pretty high occupancy level, it's also a way to serve your members and to serve other members of the community. So I could go on and on and I will save that for another episode. So if you are in the U.S., this is super important. If you're not in the U.S., 
you can join us next week if you'd like. This is a pretty detailed and technical episode that I wanted to make sure we got out there, but it's not really relevant to folks outside of the U.S. We have some great content teed up for you in the next few weeks. We'll talk more about mail. We have Marina McCoy coming up from Hula. They have a 400-person waiting list, and you might have met her at Juicy. She was a business owner and member of of Hula and then was asked to kind of take over, and she really runs the show there and shared a lot about Hula, how Hula came to be, uh, et cetera, et cetera. Anyway, we're not talking about Marina, but she's coming up in a couple of weeks. So if you're not subscribed yet, hit that subscribe button. And if you are, then we have some great content coming up for you. So stay tuned and have a great week. Welcome. I am here with Matt Going, who is the CEO of Anytime Mailbox. And Matt has been on the Flex Uncensored podcast He was on episode number 25. Thank you for joining us. And Anytime Mailbox, I have a lot of fans. Anytime Mailbox generates a lot of revenue. And not only that, for some of our members and our startup school folks um, who get into the business and uh, ramp up their mail program and also gives them a great tool to manage mail for their members. So We're not specifically talking about that today, but I just wanted to give, we kind of are, there's some overlap. I wanted to give some context and a thank you and a thank you because uh, some of our members started saying, Hey, there are some updates to, you know, the requirements if you're a CMRA and I, Matt had come to me months ago and said, Hey, this is happening. And you're kind of Mm -hmm. a subject matter expert and, you know, kind of get invited to these conversations. You're like, we got to keep an eyeball on this. And so I emailed Matt and I said, is it time? And he's like, yes, it's definitely time. We need to talk about this. So here we are. (laughs) Thanks for doing this. Yeah. No, uh, again, I'm happy and grateful for the invitation. Always good to see you. And and it is, you know, mail. Mail is a, a, I think, you know, I guess selfishly, but I know it to be true because I started the business because I was a virtual office customer. Um, for a couple of different locations. And and I was very frustrated with the level of service provided around mail. Um, and and so that's how my business partner, Marcel Buki and I started the business. We were like, this is like, got to get better. I mean, this is, this is critical. And, uh, and so we've been able to launch this business. And I will say we are three weeks away from celebrating our 10 year anniversary. So we're very, uh, very excited about that. I know, wild. So mail is a, is a critical piece of the uh, flex space model. Uh, I wouldn't say in my mind, I think that it just is one of the key reasons that folks are ordering or signing up to become a customer is because they need an address, right? That is, that is it. And so super critical. Wait, can I tell you that? So I mentioned I'm in Truckee this week. (laughs) Uh, The, the U S postal service does not deliver to like, we don't Mm -hmm get service. I don't exactly know why that is, but it's, it's on one hand, it's like kind of awesome. We don't get mail, but you know, there's no like junk mail on the other hand. Like I try to order some like Bombas socks and they Mm -hmm. must use the postal service. So my socks did not arrive. Um, and I certainly cannot get business mail, you know, at my house. So that's kind of a weird example, but I do think now more than ever, you know, people can live wherever they want, work from home, and you don't want to use your home address. And, you know, and there's a lot of reasons people might need a business address, but I think more than ever, right? So 
um, it's yeah. an important service it, to focus on and make sure it we're it's, getting it right. It's not sexy, but it's critical. It, it's an it's a it's a key infrastructure piece for any any small business, any business, and certainly these uh, solopreneurs, entrepreneurs who are uh, you know oftentimes the, the core customer for for, uh, for the flex space yeah. uh, facilities, and, uh, and you got to do a good job with it. So. So let me let me jump in. Uh, the USPS for a very long time since really I got into the into the business, so oh, maybe going on ten years, has been looking at ways to upgrade and update the what I will call ID verification of anyone using a third party to manage their mail. That's how I that's how I think about it. So in our vernacular, the Anytime Mailbox vernacular, all the flex operators are operators. And the folks receiving the mail are renters. Okay, that's what we we call them. Uh, so we can differentiate customers. And so the process has been uh, first off, a an operator needs to be an approved CMRA. Okay, a commercial mail receiving agent. And up until these rule changes, which um, which were published. So let me just say that first. So these rule changes were published on May 19th, the final rule changes. There's sort of a lot of back and forth of, um, about what was coming from the USPS, but they were published. The final rules were published on May 19th. And the rules are in effect as of July 9th, which was early this month. Are you working on starting a co-working space in 2023 or even 2024? We want to make sure you are set up for success. You hear me talk about this a lot. The biggest mistakes made in co-working businesses are made before you ever open your doors, before you ever sign your lease, your lease, your product mix, and ensuring that your real estate deal and your offers align with your ideal future members are everything in terms of making sure that you set your business up for success. We can fix your marketing and your paint colors and your bathroom fixtures uh, anytime, but we cannot redo your real estate deal or your product mix. We can, it's just really expensive. So we want to help you get all of that right and be among the co-working space oper operators that are sleeping well at night because they signed the right real estate deal and they know that their business is set up for ongoing sustainability and set up to meet their financial goals. So we'd love to have you join us in the Coworking Startup School. We cover getting started with your real estate search and signing your lease and picking your product mix and more. If you already have a location, over half of our members are already building owners. You can get all the details of what's covered in our program at everythingcoworking.com forward slash start. Okay, yep. <laughs> so, they, so they, are in, they are in place the USPS recognizes that this is a this is kind of a big deal. Um, they've been they've been doing some beta testing with uh, with CMRAs to see how the new process works, which I'll get into. And there's some improvements that need to be done there. Um, the, the USPS recognizes that this is going to be a process, and so um, there's also a, a, a 30 day you know cure period if your local postmaster ever came in and said you're not doing this and I'm going to shut your mail off which by the way is a risk. Um, they, I think they're being very open-minded. They, they get that this is a big process. So in any event, 
Um, if you, uh, Jimmy, I could send you a link if you don't have it of the, of the rules, the final rules that are out there. And there's a bunch of kind of Q and A in there too. That's, that's valuable. And it's not a long read. It's a 15, 20 minute read. So, uh, Perfect. let me know if you want me to follow up on that. You can publish that. So anyway, there was for a long period of time, there was a gray area as to whether or not your industry even needed to be listed as a CMRA. And, and many, uh, many operators did not say, I don't need to go through that. I, there's this. I don't I have so many physical offices, so it doesn't really matter. I kind of check the box on that. Do you recall that or some there was some variation on that or uh, uh, uncertainty and people were trying to work the system? Anyway, there's no more working the system. <laughs> if all flex operators, I mean, a quote, an office business center, OBC, that provides private office facilities for others and receives single point mail delivery from the postal service must become an approved CMRA now, right? So I think there's zero gray area. If you're receiving any mail for any third party, whether they're even in a private, only if you only have physical customers, not virtuals, you still need to become a CMRA. And so there's a document you can find with the USPS that fill out. You have to have that notarized and you have to submit that to the USPS locally. And, and you know, some, some, uh, some post offices are more up to speed on this stuff than others. They may say, yep, great, got it. Others may say, I don't even know what that is. It doesn't matter. You, you have to go through the process and get it submitted. Yeah. And this is all about really yeah. quickly. That's not, we're not here to talk about that, but I just have to mention because this comes up all the time. It may be that you have to ask for a manager. And I know the post office can be very challenging, but I often yep. find that it's the managers who know what the form is. And I have operators who have to like, show up when the manager's going to be there. They might have to wait for the manager's lunch break to be over. You have to find the right person and that may not be easy. You might ask another operator in your market who how they got it done. It, it's challenging, mm -hmm. but to your, to your point, like yeah. you have to do it. And I love your emphasis on, even if you're not uh, managing mail for virtual customers, even if they're physical. Yeah, you have to do it. And the risk is, you, you're risking mail being delivered to your location. They, 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 if you don't follow the rules, eventually they would just stop delivering it. And, 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 or they can just hold it back for a period of time until you uh, meet the requirements. So you wanna yeah, just be careful and you just have to get it done. Okay, so that's, the, that's sort of the, the big point number one. The other point is, is they've changed the, um, the, the 1583 document itself. There had been no change in that for quite a long time, like, you know, well over a decade. And so that has now been updated. So there's a new form. The changes aren't super meaningful, but you need to know that there is a new form that needs to be uh, that needs to be filled out and notarized um, and submitted to the USPS. And is that like uh, retroactive, or is it for new customers going forward? Mm, yeah. Now we, now we get into the kind of ugly, nasty, difficult, difficult side. So I, know, I, was, I was just trying to like picture, okay, what are people going to ask that I forgot to ask Matt? So. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. No. I, and I've got, I've got this coming right up. So, okay. so the form, so all new customers as of July 9th need to be, um, need to be submitting this form. So uh, as an example, we have, uh, we have, um, we, we provide a pre-populated form when someone signs up for services on our site. We pre-populate that form and then send it off to the operator for approval. We are now using the new form for that. Um, and so all forms have to be 
uploaded by the operator, so uh, so the flex operator, onto a, uh, a database provided by the USPS. It's the CRD, the Customer Registration Database. And this is a one-at-a-time upload. There is no API yet. Uh, there, there's no way to avoid um, a one at a, literally a one at a time <laughs> upload a uh, both the fifteen notarized fifteen eighty three along with two forms of ID onto the platform, and um, the documents do not need to be notified uh, notarized okay. if you are on site and you see the person. So. Um, one of your staff members can sort of sign the 1583 and, and along with the two IDs and say, yes, I verify this person's ID and then and upload it. So not everyone, if, if a staff member uh, can verify the person's ID and that and that sort of stands as, as okay. It's these, the remote ones really that need to be, uh, be notarized. Okay. I want to interrupt you for a minute with a special offer. If you are an operator that is getting ready to launch or your space is less than a year old and less than 200 members, Office R&D is piloting a program called Flex Startup Program, which allows you to save 50% on your first year with Office R&D Flex to help you grow your co-working space. As many of you know, I run programs that help operators launch. I run mastermind programs for operators that are in business and a community manager program. And we have lots of members that love using R and Office R and D. It's kind of an all-in-one platform that has fantastic analytics, meeting room management, lots of integrations, all the things, as I like to say. So it's a fan favorite of the Everything Coworking program members. So I'm excited that you get a chance to kind of get started with it at a discounted rate, so 50% off of your first year. You can learn more about the offer and sign up for a demo by going to everythingcoworking.com forward slash O-R-N-D. That's everythingcoworking.com forward slash O-R-N-D. We'll also throw that link in the show notes. So if you open your podcast app, you can grab the link right there. Okay. So, so, they, so they all need to be uploaded. So the rub and difficulty is all previous customers, all existing customers who had a 1583 submitted, you have to submit a new one. You have to updated form along with two IDs, Ugh, right? That's uh, everyone's groaning about that. Um, I get the point here. You know, we, we do, we, we wish the USPS had an API. We, we've looked at building tools and we still may do that to, uh, to make the process easier for everybody, including ourselves. And they're just not there yet. They're trying to, I mean, this is about, you know, I mean, things can, people can, there are a lot of bad actors out there who can use these addresses for bad things. And the, and the USPS is trying to get up to speed on, on, on tools to make that process smoother. But right now the tools are just not that great. Okay. So you're going to have to go back to all of your existing customers, even if they've never filled out a 1583, by the way. Um, so these are physical office customers, get the 1583 filled out, signed on site, notarized if not. And then upload along with the two forms of ID. And it looks like there's a nine-month grace period to make that happen. That's exactly right. That's what I was okay. going to get to. There's a nine-month okay. grace period to make that happen. So there's time. Um, so I would just say start 
start working on it now and getting your your ducks in a row to for a process to to get that done. The the USPS is um, supposed to or they have to reach out to you and say this is happening. So it's sort of that's sort of when the clock starts ticking of oh by the way this has happened and you need to get things moving. So you want to be in the lookout for that notice. I would say if it doesn't happen by you know September, I would maybe follow up proactively. Maybe it just got lost for some reason. You just don't want to be surprised and have your mail shut down or and, and then have a major scramble where you're running around getting 1583s filled out and trying to upload yeah. them. Uh, it's a you know this is just the process that's going to be uh, going to be a challenge, but it's totally doable. This is going to be a challenge. The other part that is also challenging while we're still on the topic of good news here is up updating IDs that have expired. So the USPS is uh, is saying that they will alert when it, or alert you when an ID has expired. Let's say someone's driver's license expires, but you're going to want to be keeping track of those IDs and knowing when they're going to, when they're expiring. I want to interrupt you for a minute with a special offer. If you are an operator that is getting ready to launch or your space is less than a year old and less than 200 members, Office R&D is piloting a program called Flex Startup Program which allows you to save 50% on your first year with Office R&D Flex to help you grow your co-working space. As many of you know, I run programs that help operators launch. I run mastermind programs for operators that are in business and a community manager program. And we have lots of members that love using R&D, Office R&D. It's kind of an all-in-one platform that has fantastic analytics, meeting room management, lots of integrations, all the things, as I like to say. So it's a fan favorite of the Everything Coworking program members. So I'm excited that you get a chance to kind of get started with it at a discounted rate. So 50% off of your first year. You can learn more about the offer and sign up for a demo by going to everythingcoworking.com forward slash O-R-N-D. That's everythingcoworking.com forward slash O-R-N-D. We'll also throw that link in the show notes. So if you open your podcast app, you can grab the link right there. So having, there, there isn't a database or any software that I'm familiar with yet. Um, and, and maybe that's something that's built in some of the, some of the serums that are out there, but you want to, you want to make sure your, uh, someone's driver's license expires. You want to get it, get the new one, get that uploaded onto that CRD system for the USPS. Okay. So if I get a new member, I need to have some system. It's a spreadsheet. It's a CRM. It's something where there's a field that has driver's license expiry. And I need to look at that every month, look ahead and get updated documents. Yep. However you want to track, right? And just, yep. and just when, when, when you receive the document initially, I think you want to have some internal system, simple system that uh, you're, you're doing some of the tracking here. Cause I would not rely on today on the USPS systems to That's what I'm you. thinking, right? <laughs> yeah. It doesn't have to be fancy, right? It's, you know, just an Excel yeah, sheet or something. Exactly. You, you look up monthly yeah. or you just know when, when yeah. we can't, I mean. Yeah. I mean, a um, lot of folks have an, a spreadsheet even just to track, like, is this a, is this one of our, lead, you know, our mailbox customers? Is it an anytime customer, et cetera? Mm -hmm. So even just putting it in there. So if it is an anytime customer, 
will you track the expiry and will there be a notification or is that not in the system? Yeah, it's our, 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 we haven't built that out yet, but that our plan is to build it out, right? To make this, we, we want to make this as easy as possible because of course we're, you know, this is a kind of a shared customer, if you will, right? Yeah. And so we want to, and we're a software company, right? So we want to have these you know tools available to make the process as simple as possible. Got it. And then, okay, yeah, it, go ahead. Yes, yeah. keep going. And then I'll ask um, my follow-up questions. Yep. And then also the other the other piece that has is new is providing a forwarding address uh, that's been given by the the renter or the mailbox provider. So it's you know there's this rule that's kind of a pain, right? That when a, when a mailbox closes or when a, you know, an address closes, if you will, um, that you have to hold the mail for six months. I hope everyone knows that, right? So you need to collect the mail and hold it for six months. And then if that recipient, uh, the former customer wants it forwarded to them, they of course have to pay for that to do it. You're under no obligation to send it for free, but that forwarding address needs to be captured by the USPS. They, they need to know where things are being mm. sent. It's really okay. the, the bottom line, right? So that is that a field in their system? Like, is that when it is? You it's a field. Okay. It's it's a field in the fifteen eighty three. Oh, on the fifteen eighty three. Okay, got it. It's a field okay. in the fifteen eighty three. Yep. And so, what our our process is, if someone we're gonna uh, we're not gonna make it a requirement, but but we're gonna have the field available and recommend that they 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 uh, input a forwarding address. A lot of folks don't want to. I mean, they're having a virtual address because they don't want they don't they want oh, they want to right. just want to mail well, so that's phone. a great point. So then. Okay, but what happens if they cancel and the operator doesn't have a forwarding address? You have to um, you have to upload it if the forwarding if mail forwarding is requested, you're gonna have to upload that address into the CRD platform, and there'll be a field for that. So if they don't uh, require forwarding, then you don't you're not required to fill out that field. Yeah, I mean, I'd say that's my understanding, right? Yep. So that's a little, little, little bit of a, uh, you know, responding to the judge and not sure. Um, but if if there's no, if they're not requesting mail to be forwarded anywhere, then why would you need to have a forwarding address? You don't know yep. what it is. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, right to, to your point, like that. Yeah, that may be one of the reasons people. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they want your address, not to share their address. Um, yeah. So the okay, if if um, just to clarify that rule. If someone has an address with a co-working space, they cancel the service. The co-working space operator has to hold the mail for six months. Uh, yes. No forwarding, any, you know, no action is requested. What do they do with the mail at the end of six months? Mm, that's a good question. I think you can return to sender, yeah. back to the post office. Yeah. You know, I mean, you could even dispose of it. No, I mean, nothing's going to, I don't think anything's going to come back to haunt you in that case. Yeah. But you, done, you, you, you know. we shouldn't be returning to sender along the throughout the six months. You're supposed to hold and wait. Yeah. Okay. You're supposed to hold and wait. And yeah. then if the customer is not responding to, you know, can I have an address? Would you like to forward? This is the fee. Then return to sender, shred, whatever. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's what uh, I, you may want to ask your, uh, you know, post office representative, but yep. I think at that point I would not, I would not worry about it. Okay. Got it. And there, there are some, I, I know there are some agreements that folks have put together uh, trying to get out of that six month period. Yep. I don't know. I, I, I just don't think it's worth trying to be, you know, tricky or fancy here, right? It's like follow the rules. It's such an integral part of the business offering. 
yep. that I, I just don't think you want to play around with it too much. Just operationalize it. It's not not that much overhead. I know it's not sexy, um, but it, it's uh, like managing mail is it's not that hard. It doesn't take that much time. There isn't that much mail. It's a great uh, differentiator for for all the co-working spaces and can be uh, can be a big problem if it's not managed well, because that's where a bad review comes in. Someone would be very upset if something doesn't isn't, isn't run uh, properly there. A hundred percent. Right. Yeah. Mail gets lost. Mail get yes. <laughs> yep. Yeah. It's only down. There's only downside. Right? There's only a downside. Yeah, yep. like, yeah. I know. But we, although we, yes, to remove the intimidation factor, that doesn't happen very often. The upside is far greater. And I think what you're saying is like, just figure out the process, make sure you have it all documented because usually it's the community management team that's handling the mail, make sure they're well-trained. But the yeah. revenue upside, I mean, it's the revenue upside and it's just like, it's a service that a lot of people need. And it can be a, it can be a lead gen for your space. It can be, you guys, I don't know if you're still running ads, you're running ads uh, that I would see on Instagram for, you know, like business identity. And I'm like, that's a, I love that term, like business identity. Yeah. Mm. I might be a freelancer. I might be whoever I am. I may, and the, I need a way to show up as a business. And one of those ways is to not have my house and, and all the data, you know, that comes up if somebody Googles my home address yeah. on invoices, on, you know, government documents, whatever it is. So it's, it's a great service. Yeah. Um, and, and a great, I, it, it can be a great revenue generator for our business. Yeah. I, I, I appreciate that. And, and, uh, it is true. I mean, we are, we are signing up thousands of customers a month. Okay. You know, I, I mean, it, it is a real service. No, I love that people you say that. Cause I still have a lot of people who are like, I don't understand who needs this. No, 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 no. <laughs> I, I mean, <laughs> and it's a, like everyone, like people kind of know about it now. Right. Like if you're, if, if they're starting a business, um, it's like, oh yeah, this is one of the things I need. I need to get one of those virtual addresses. Um, and now, now I anecdotally, when people ask me what I do, uh, not long ago, people are like, oh, well, I don't get it. And now they're like, oh yeah, yeah, I've heard of, I've heard of that. I, I, yeah, maybe I should get that for my my personal as well. It seems like it would make sense. So that's sort of the next thing we're we're hoping and expecting will come. But no, there's a big uh, revenue stream here, uh, thousands of dollars, you know, a month. We have operators, m many operators in the five. Uh, figures a month. It's, you know, yeah, it's, it's, it's real and it's, and it adds value to the customer. So. Yeah. I love it. I even, I'm working with a group in Denver, they're developers and they're creating a new kind of multi-purpose uh, development, but it has a co-working space and we are going through their ideal customer avatar. And mm. you know, one of their user segments is like people who live in Denver because they want to be able to like live in the mountains during the winter and then come back and, mm -hmm. Not like a full digital nomad sort of profile, but I want to have some flexibility. And so I need a consistent address, place to get packages. So we're thinking about like, you know, they got to have enough storage. And But they're really thinking about that as like, okay, what's the package for them? What does that look like? Because it, it it's so valid and, and relevant these days. Not, you know, not in every market, but, um, you know, that that's one kind of fun example. I, I, it's off topic and we could maybe another podcast another day, but I think this like flexible, flexible lifestyle is huge. Right. And it's not like, I want to go live in Portugal. It's yeah. yeah I want to go. I mean, we we're talking about summer, you know, I went away um, on, on a trip with my family for a few weeks and I was able to manage my business remotely and I'm not going to move there anytime soon, but I just want to have the flexibility to do what I want to do when I want to do it. And that's uh that's very much what's happening. Uh, you know, I, I think culturally. So. Yeah. Um, but, and people and still have physical stuff that shows up. So 
a lot of stuff is online and you pay your bills online and you know, some of those things, but there's still stuff that's very physical and you need a place for it to go yeah. when you, you're not there. You have to have it. Yep. And mail, by the way, mail is physical mail is not going away any, uh, anytime. So that like, doesn't even, you know, enter into our near, uh, <laughs> near term, like few years yeah. out profile of risk. Like we don't even really think about that. Um, you know, it's just how do, how do we add more value around it? Yep. hundred percent. So, so, um, so getting back to, uh, this project, yes. it, it's a, it's a necessary evil. I think I, I know the USPS has very good intentions here. It will, the, the process will improve. I think we will see better tools in the coming years around this overall. I think it's very valuable to have good ID verification for all kinds of reasons. Um, you know, societal as well as running, running the business. And, and I would just urge everyone to uh, look at the, uh, the documentation again. It's a it's a pretty quick read. It, it is a critical part of your business, and it's just a um, a few pieces you just need to you know operationalize, and I think it'll be you know be just fine. Yeah, it's worth noting this is the USPS, so it doesn't apply to Canada, or we have a lot of Canadian listeners. Um, mm-hmm. So you mm-hmm. have your own you know requirements for for managing mail. This is only a US yep. policy change. So the nine months to to kind of get. Full, you know, fully compliant. Is that from the July 9th date? Do you know? Yeah, good question. I, you know, I, I, I'm talking to some industry insiders and I don't know that the clock has started ticking on that yet, but it's, yeah, if, if it hasn't started officially, uh, yep. don't quote me on that, right? It's, it's going too soon, right? It's like, you got to yep. get on it. You know, yep. the USPS gets that this is, you know, this is a big cumbersome project and they're not looking to harm anybody here. They just want to get it right and get it going as soon as possible. So I would just say, start getting it going as soon as possible. Yeah. Yeah. Put a system in place, put a goal in place with your team, get so many turnover. Uh, Okay. So, and it's just required because I'm thinking there will be operators who are like, oh, we have people who never get mail. Are they going to cancel when we reach out? Cause now we need their ID and it's a pain. So are they just going to say, forget it. I'm just going to cancel. There could be some of that that happens, but you got to do it anyway. Yeah. I mean, I think you just have to develop your own marketing strategy around that. Yeah. Right. It's um, you decide how you want to, how you want to go after that. Frame and, it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll just, uh, that, that's up to the inv- individual. Um, yeah, I, I would not. I, I would, though, from an operator perspective, I would get yourself signed up right away with the USPS. But I would not I would not mess around with that because, uh, you, you know, that's doable. And I just get, get going on that. Get your own 1583. It's a 1583A yep. form and get that, get that filled out. And, and, and that will have to be notarized and drop that off. If you are not already if you haven't already done that process. Or is it new? Mm-hmm. We don't have to go back. The 1583A. Yeah, I don't think you have to. I don't yeah. think. Uh, I don't think you have to go back. I, can I take that as a follow up? I'm not um, positive yeah. on that actually. Yeah, you're. Yeah, I see. It says minor changes have been made to the 1583. See the updated 15. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Let's take that as a follow up. I need to read through this as well. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I don't. I don't know that one for sure. Um, yeah. Are they? Are any other sort of FAQs we should should cover? I don't think so. Let me just go through my notes. I talked about expired docs, forwarding addresses. Mm-hmm. Oh, I mean, if you're not already doing this, this has been in place a long time, but you still have to send um, a quarterly update to the USPS for all your current um, 
current mailboxes or uh, I guess uh, virtual customers or CMRA customers um, and those that have been removed and added. So it's, it's sort of, this is your constant list and then Roster. new ads mm -hmm. and re removals. Yeah. Okay. So if you're not doing that, you want to do that as well. Cause we get every, every now and then, I mean, so maybe once a month, we will get a reach out. Oh, the, the post office just showed up and they said, Hey, I need, I, I want to see all your, all your 1583s and I want to see all this. And, and, and they threatened to stop mail and it can be uh, problematic. Yep. So does that have to be submitted or kept on file? Submitted. Like taken to the post office physically? Yep. Okay. Yep. Yeah. So in our okay. platform, for example, you just press a button and it, and yep. it provides the it, it provides, oh, it the, provides the printout. You need to just take it yep. with you. Yep. Okay, great. Yep. Exactly. No, that's a good reminder. Yeah, there's some good reminders in, in process here in looking through the updates. Um, okay, well, I think uh, we'll send. So if I'm sure you're addressing these updates in your operator update newsletter. So we'll, we'll we certainly that. are. Yep. Yep. If you're, and, if you're not we, subscribed, we, it's a great newsletter. Thank you. It is. I, I read it. I'm like, oh, actually, this is pretty interesting. Um, so, <laughs> yeah. uh, so uh, sorry, just kind of kidding there. Um, so I'm also, Jamie, I'll also, um, we put some documentation together as well, and we'll talk about that offline that I think will, will help you uh, answer some things because this is a big, you know, it's a critical part of our business. Yeah. So um, yeah, I'm happy to provide whatever I can. And if, and if people want to reach out to me directly for questions, I'm available as well. Perfect. Yeah. Happy to pass questions along. If you're an anytime customer already, you can reach out to their team and um, we'll include the relevant links to the new forms and the uh, read on the updates in the show notes as well. And the show notes, just a reminder, if you're on, especially on an iPhone, you can just click on those links right in the episode details. So really easy to access. Awesome. Okay. Well, yep. It's a little bit of work, but there's a lot of upside and got to do it. So just make a process yep. your next weekly meeting with your team. Just put it on the agenda and figure out how you're going to do it and let your team do it. And, uh, yeah. Matt, thank you for <laughs> exactly. keeping us up to speed. Yeah. I'm going to share this with my community manager university group. That's what we have a Slack group and somebody started to ask oh, questions cool. and I was like, I got to be on top of this. I got to call Matt. So thank you for taking the time good. to do this. Thanks a lot again. Yeah. Always good to see you, Jamie. And, uh, we'll talk soon. See you at the, uh, GWA event. Yep. We have to put in a plug. Matt is on the GWA board, the Global Workspace Association. And that is, I think the third week in September, I need to book my flights and hotels and all that good stuff. So yeah, I can't wait. Yeah, I'll it's see you be there. Great. Yeah. Thanks, Matt. All right. Cool. All right. Okay. Bye. Thank you for listening to today's episode. If you like what you heard, tell a friend, hit that subscribe button and leave us a rating and review. It makes a huge difference in helping others like you find us. If you'd like to learn more about our education and coaching programs, head over to everythingcoworking.com. We'll see you next week.